switched on on FM 104 and I'm joined by Olivia Fahey from Geek Ireland. Hello. Hello. How are we this evening? Very, very good. And now we're looking back for once. We're looking at the movies that have been in 2023. They've been a lot to the point where I've kind of forgotten about some of them. Oh, I know. Like I have an app that I try and keep track of everything that I've seen this year. And even then that's missing films as well. So clearly I've done a really bad job of <laughs> trying to track everything. But um, like it is one of those things that I think for most people, it's going to be one of two films that's going to top their list of best movie of the year. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be either Barbie or Oppenheimer. That is true. And I saw both of them and we were only just talking and I totally forgot about both of them because I have other <laughs> things written down on my list that I'm just like, oh, they were really good as well. So I have like, I suppose I included like Little Mermaid and Air, which I completely forgot about, but I really enjoyed watching that. I know. I actually forgot that that was a this year film as yeah. well. Because for some reason in my head, I thought it was just before the Oscars, which would have meant that it was technically a last year film by like award season standards but no it did actually come out god was it like april or something maybe march be. yeah something like be. that so um yeah that it was only until was it matt damon got nominated for best supporting actor at the golden globes and then i went oh oh that was a this year film. <laughs> but that's that's interesting because obviously there's two timelines then from you know 2023 but also then award season so what do you tend to work off of so I would tend to work off of 2023 and also off Irish releases. So The Fablemans was technically a 2022 release in the States, but it's a 2023 release here. The same with Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. So it gets a little bit complicated when you look at it like that. Yeah. But I, I do try and think of Irish releases in 2023 for best of this year. So, so you have to draw a line somewhere. You you really do, because otherwise you'd be going around in circles for a long time. So what is on your list then? Well, Barbie and Oppenheimer are definitely my top two. Mm-hmm. I have changed my mind twice <laughs> as to which <laughs> order they would go in. But I do think that there is just that one scene in Oppenheimer that I think could have been done better. I'm not going to spoil which scene it is. It's one that's in just purely for shock value, but I think it could have also had the same shock if executed in a slightly different way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just the only reason why Oppenheimer would be slightly in second as opposed to Barbie, which I thought was just a piece of honour. It was wonderful. Like they were both brilliant, like you said. Barbie was lots of fun. Oppenheimer came out of going, wow, I need to know more about this man and his brain. Like it was just so, like it completely, and it's weird and I'm not trying to be cliche or whatever, but it completely blew my mind. Like, it was unbelievable. Oh, I, I, what an excellent pun. You know I love a good pun. <laughs> <laughs> but it really did. Like, I was like, wow. Like, I kind of came out of a kind of stunned. And Yeah. And actually, another film that really took me by surprise was, uh, no, it's actually a documentary film. It's the David Holmes, The Boy Who Lived. It's produced by Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. And it's about his stunt double that got injured just as they were prepping for um, The Deathly Hallows Part 1 and Part 2. Oh, wow. And it is one of those documentaries where your heart really goes out to the guy, but also you're so inspired by him as well. He, like, as much as he has, like, his bad days and he's kind of like, oh, my God, like, I've been in hospital for, like, six weeks. It was only supposed to be, like, a simple procedure, but, you know things have gone wrong and now I'm in for longer. And you can see that like it does get to him, but he just stays so positive and just so like 
look, this is just the way it is. And mm-hmm. at one point they ask him, like, did you ever think of, of suing the studio over what happened? And he goes, sure, what's the point? Like, my life's already ruined. I'm not going to ruin anybody else's life because of it. Like, I just wow. have to move on. Wow, what a way to look at it. And it'd be so nice to be able to look at things like that as well. I know, and it's just, yeah, he's just so positive, yeah. mostly, like, at least in the thing. And it's not that they shied away from any of the... It was like the downside yeah, of, the of what parts. happened to him, yeah. the hard parts. But it's, um, yeah, it's really just one of those. It's totally eye-opening, but also just so, he's just wonderful. He's mm-hmm. simply just wonderful. I kind of love walking away from something and having lots of thoughts about it. Whereas Barbie was great and I loved it. Didn't have many thoughts about it when I left, but I do kind of like being, I don't know, awoken a bit more to something. Few little thoughts about Barbie because I do think they touched on a couple of different things. They did, and to be fair, I, I liked mm-hmm. how, like, as much as it was like girl power and showing how men react to not being kind of like the, the dominant force <laughs> of things, and then when they see it, they're like, "No, this is how things should be," and and all that. It's kind of like that, like power dynamic. I just thought was really interesting the way that they they tackled it, and mm-hmm. I I think more so I found it really funny when a no, no, it was all men. <laughs> when I think about it, we're tweeting being like, I didn't like how they like overuse the word patriarchy. And I was like, that's the point <laughs> of the joke. So it went, it went completely over a lot of people's heads. Yeah. And that's why I think it just, it was more like also like the observations of how other people were reacting to it. I yes. found also very interesting. And it did spark quite a few debates online, um, which like, yeah, I guess it is what, what you want from a film, but uh, it, did, it doesn't take away from the enjoyment of it either. No, I think abs- it's good. absolutely not. Would Wonka make your list at all? I liked Wonka. I don't think it would make my top 10 of the year. Okay. Um, like in terms of musicals, I loved Wish. I thought mm-hmm. Wish was just so beautifully done. And as much as like I know a lot of people really didn't like it. So for me to say that it was one of my top films of the year, like, it was one of my favorites just purely because I felt like I was one of the target audiences for this film. Mm-hmm. So I am such a big Disney nerd. I sat there being like, oh my God, I spot this Easter egg. I spot this Easter egg um, in the song, I'm a star. Oh my God, that's Yvette Nicole mm-hmm. Brown singing in that opening. And that's, is that Ed Sheeran as well? <laughs> like, oh, wow. It was like a big guessing game sort of going on because they had so much in it, but also what they were doing was so beautiful and, new but also honoring the old and yeah I just thought it was it was absolutely lovely and as some people were like oh the music wasn't really that good I will say that like it's definitely not as sing-alongable mm-hmm. as some classic Disney films but I also think that they're they're definitely earworms as well like this wish um you're a star as well um knowing what we know now is a bagger um and even like um the the villain even has two songs in this, which is rare. So, that is yeah, rare. no, I, I, I really liked it. I haven't seen Wish, so that's on my list to watch it because I'd love to see that. Actually, it was one that when it came out initially, I was like, oh, I must see that, and then I never did. So I must uh, pop that on my list of the ones to watch. Do you won't regret it. While we're doing that, we must, I suppose, look at some Christmas ones because we're what six days out. Oh my God, we are six days no. out. <laughs> <laughs> Mad. How did that happen? It's it's shocking when when that realization hits. <laughs> and you know what? I'm kind of like, 
darn, I even have so many Christmas movies that I haven't watched yet. Yeah. So what's on your Christmas movie list then? Well, you know, you've got like the usual Love Actually, The Holiday. I've actually ticked those two off my list. Um, The Christmas Chronicles on Netflix, um, I I find really fun. Like I know it's one of those newer ones, but Mm -hmm. it definitely has crept in onto my annual watch list. The same with Klaus. Oh my God, Klaus is so beautiful. And the fact that it was even nominated for an Oscar just shows the quality and how beautiful that film is. So Mm -hmm. if people haven't seen it or haven't put it onto their... Uh, annual <laughs> Christmas list do please it is so beautiful um, I also do you know what? I, it came out last year Spirited the Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds film that kind of takes a Christmas carol and puts it on its head a little bit that, I thought was, that fun. was yeah. it's just a bit of fun and a bit fun. of like Christmas kitsch which you, you mm-hmm. kind of want like I used to get that itch scratched by last Christmas which yes look <laughs> it's not a great film but it was just so overly Christmassy that I just kind of loved it. But now I'm kind of leaning towards if I want that kind of vibe, I'll go for Spirited instead. Nice. Because I don't think you expect a Christmas movie to be over hard reaching. Like you don't expect it to be, you know, full of meaning. It is just a Christmas movie. It's meant to be fun and colourful. And I think the whole, the question of like, am I forever unredeemable? is Mm. like as much as you could like the whole theory of like oh people never change or like can you really can you really actually change your ways and be a better person and the the whole point of what a Christmas Carol was and Mm -hmm. like looking at that to be like well how how do you really know and um like there's a line in it when they're like oh uh, oh we've been doing this a long time we just know and you're like that's not really an answer but Mm -hmm. then it kind of throughout the film you can kind of see what what they mean by that and the music, oh my God, the music in it is just so good. I've put it onto my Christmas uh, Spotify playlist now as well. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea because it, it is fun. I remember going to see it and coming out going, oh, that was just really good fun. I had a great time with that. And that's kind yeah, of what and you then want. If you, really. if you want to insult anybody, just turn around to them and say, good afternoon. <laughs> and they probably won't know what you mean, but you'll know what you mean. You'll know and you'll get your point <laughs> across in your head to be all good. <laughs> exactly. Amazing. Olivia Fahey from Geek Ireland, thank you so much for chatting to us and happy Christmas I don't know if it's too soon <laughs> oh, no, it's never too soon Merry Christmas to you too and Merry Christmas to all the FM104 listeners